Well, so it was like a World War Z that you drove through. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and then, uh, and luckily the uh, Alligator Alley was all clear, and so we were able to go through there. What's an Alligator Alley? Uh, it's a road that goes through the Everglades that there's nowhere to turn off on and no gas stations, and uh, it, it got flooded out after the hurricane. But it is uh, back to being a road. Again. That sounds terrifying. It is terrifying, but you go in prepared, you're fine. You'll you'll just, be fine. Yeah, just make sure you fill up your tank right before you you hit the Alligator yeah, Alley. Yeah, you know what. I always say the devil lives in the woods mm -hmm. uh, because that's just lawlessness out there. People say the devil lives in the city, but I don't think the devil lives anywhere where I can get a Jersey Mike sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. And it, they, it's different woods out there because it's all sawgrass. Yeah. There's no land. You know, it's just wild, just muck mm. that you're in with full of all kinds of horrible creatures. But we're not talking about road trips today. <laughs> We're talking about airline travel. That's right. That's right. Oh, but I did have such a good time in Florida. Uh, the uh, the Miami crowds, not so great as far as comedy fans. I will say that. The uh, Friday was a bummer. Everyone was on their phones and shit. Uh, but Saturday and Sunday was a lot of fun. They par they came to party and have a good time. But you have to like wrangle those fuckers. Because Miami is like... Oh, it's like tits out on the beach. Yeah, why would you go see comedy? Yeah. It's like the worst thing to do in town. Come sober up, put on your pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay yeah. us thirty dollars. I, I had a joke. I was just like, how do the strip clubs stay open when everyone's naked in the street? <laughs> it's a, it, it was a, it was a fun time. But uh, speaking of jokes, uh, wrote some. Uh, we got some. We got some airline jokes. Oh, I got some airline jokes here. The baggage area is the saddest part of travel. I feel like a lonely kid waiting for my deadbeat dad to pick me up from school. Is that my dad? No. That one looks like my dad. No. Oh, maybe he's on a flight to Mexico. It's so sad. It is. It's it is quiet. Sad. Put some music there or something. Oh, yeah. Well, the Miami has lots of music. You know, they play, they pump some shit. And then they have like in New Orleans, they always have like brass bands by they baggage do. plane, which yeah. is really cool. But then you get shot when you leave. Yes. Yes. Stay in the airport. Miami as well. They love shooting people down there. There's some jokes here. This is uh, Spirit Airlines, uh, recently acquired by uh, Frontier. Uh, you know, like that's going to make it any better. Spirit already feels like you're riding the Oregon Trail of the Sky. <laughs> Here's a tip for you, Spirit. Don't name your airline after ghosts, Spirit. You know. Here's my Coraline flight. I was leaving uh, Fort Lauderdale one time on Spirit Airlines, and I was waiting out in the street. Like, I was just, like, in the street. Like, they, there was a line all the way out of the terminal. Mm -hmm. And I, I was just like, sitting there, and I was just, like, is this line for Spirit? And like, yeah, get in line. You're not going to make it. I was like, all right, so I got in line. And uh, this woman comes out. She's all disheveled, like with like a yellow collared shirt, obviously works with spirit, but it's like half ripped out from some passenger probably fucking beating on her yeah. or something. And she's just like, if you're going to Denver, you ain't going. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, like, shit. Oh, yeah. Thanks, lady. <laughs> I don't know how spirit does it. All middle seats. <laughs> uh, it's all middle. It doesn't make any sense. Does it, how do they figure it out? You know, it's just, uh, I don't know, you ever been on a Spirit Airlines? Yeah. It's like lawn furniture, staple gun to the bottom of the fucking plane. <laughs> they can't hold people like me. This is fucking air whipping through the holes and shit. You know, I think that uh, whenever you buy a plane ticket, you should have to enter your weight just so uh, no fatties have to sit next to each other. It's fucking awful sitting next to a big dude. We just start fusing together to become like an even bigger dude <laughs> stealing each other's pretzels and shit waiting till the other one falls asleep to get their air then they just start choking it's not fair <laughs> you skinny fucks have had it too good for too long 
From now on, it's fatty, Asian, me. That's how we're doing it. <laughs> is a large man making that joke yes. so that's it'd be different if i said it um i sat next to a sailor on a flight mm. he was wearing his funny little tap dancing uniform what happens if there's a problem with the plane is he going to go to the captain and suck his dick to get out of it <laughs> well hopefully it's a water landing and you got him next to you yeah yeah Flying kind of reminds me of dying, you know? You give up all your possessions the moment you get to the airport. Then they scan your body and place you in an area called the terminal. And uh, the next thing you know, you're in the clouds. There you go. Just like that. (laughs) It is like dying. I like the little alcohol bottles on planes. It feels like I'm in Gulliver's Travels and all the little people are trying to get me drunk. Oh, no, I can't possibly have this thimble of whiskey. I'll surely be intoxicated. It's such the tiniest little thing of whiskey. It is a shot. It's technically a shot. But they call them airplane bottles, which is crazy. I don't know. Have you ever been to a gay bar and had a drink from them? Because they will just pour like there's no tomorrow. Once you live past the Stonewall riots, you will drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them serve us on the airplane. You know, in Vegas, when you're going to Vegas, there's a... You, you you can buy like a tall beer and then they give you a little airplane bottle of your choice oh. with it. So there's a little shot to go with your giant beer. Well, it stays in Vegas, stays in Vegas. Yeah, it, it stays in Vegas is your vomit. Yeah, uh, this one might be cringe. Do you have more? No, I got no more, but I'll listen to you. Okay, this is kind of cringe, but it made me laugh. Okay. Uh, starting in 2023, you'll need a real ID in the airports. That's when you rap battle the TSA. <laughs> My name is Amber Nelson, and I'm here to say I'm realist of the real, and I'm here to stay. Ooh. And then drop my paper ticket like a microphone. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, the realist yeah. of the real, and I'm here to stay. Man, you know, every time I go through TSA, I'm just like, how is this person in charge? Like, like, what do they like? You do not need any kind of degree to have that job. Now you know they're like hungover. Yeah. And they don't want to be there. Fucking sky cops trying to put them like you pieces. Yeah. Remember I, I, before the TSA? Yeah. You just walk right up to the, the thing. You could walk right in there. Yeah. Could, I remember that was my whole life. You would just walk right up to the uh to the term to the like the gate. No yeah. matter we'd meet we'd meet our family up there and stuff like that. Hug them goodbye with a bomb in your jacket. You know what I mean? It's good times. <laughs> I tell you what, wings could not exist today. The show? Yeah, the show. Why not? Just because they it was all like all at the airport. There's yeah. no TSA. But it was like a oh you're right. But it was like a uh like a little airport. Right. It was yeah. like a little piece of shit airport. With the expensive planes. I love a good tiny airport. Oh my god, my favorite airport is at Gulfport, Mississippi. There's oh. like five people working there and they're like, How you doing? They all know my mom. They're like, How's your mama doing? <laughs> and I'm like through the scanner, just like, I'm good. Like, hope I don't have any drugs on me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then they have like a little this is how you know you're in a in a good place, is uh they have a Bloody Mary bar with all the fixins, like the pickles and the little onions and whatever, mm-hmm. and no one took a shit in them. Oh, that's so nice. And this is in like the normal people section. In Mississippi. In Mississippi. That's very nice. You could not do that in LAX. Oh, yeah. Well, it's weird because like some parts of LAX are really nice and then other parts are fucking awful. And it's so bizarre to me. I was in the American Airlines terminal earlier today. It was kind of nice. And then, you know, the Delta terminal, Delta, I mean, to me is a nice airline and Mm -hmm. it's the fucking worst terminal. Yeah. Sure. They got a Barney's Beanery in there and that's kind of nice. That's like the only thing, though. Yeah, it is the only. There's a Jersey Mike's there, too. But the line's always. You know what? I hate about Jersey Mike's at the airport. What? You ready for this? Hmm. Then I'll let you use your points. 
What? They don't let they, you can't earn points and you can't use the points when you're at the airport at Newark Airport or LAX. Wow. Well, you know why? I think it's because the airport people own the airport outright. Mm hmm. And then if you want to park your airplane there or service out of it or have a restaurant, you have to pay the airport a tax. So I'm guessing yeah. Jersey Mike's is like, oh, no, we can't give them the points because we're already getting ripped off paying a tax to the airport. Fucking aggravating. Yeah, you know, there's one thing. You always need good restaurants. You need, uh, you know, cheaper restaurants. And it's like Jersey Mike's, the sandwiches are more expensive at the airport. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, I was at the Ohio airport. Cincinnati? Yes. I'm very familiar. I love it. I was eating some food. They got all the dinosaurs. Yeah. And they gave me a real set of a fork and knife. Really? And what like, what restaurant? I forget. I was like at the bar. And then I was like making jokes. I was like, what if I took this knife on the plane and had a little fun? You know what I mean? No, you can't be, <laughs> I was one of the things I wrote down. You can't be making jokes like but that. But they all laughed. Well, you're lucky. They laughed they, at me. If they decide to take it serious, that I'm kicked out jail. For, for jail? Yeah. You, 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 oh, yeah. For they making don't, a joke? They don't fuck around with that oh. shit. If, you joke, if you're going through TSA and you like joke about like there's a bomb in my pants, you're fucked. Wow. You're like you're legit. Like you can't even like have a good time. Is that a bomb in my pants or am I happy to see you? Who am I just fought in a bush? <laughs> no, but you say they wouldn't like that. No, they would hate that. Oh, but they laughed at my joke. The whole, the bartender laughed. I made some friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It depends. You know, sometimes in certain places people enjoy All it, right. but, uh, but you got to be careful. Joke at your own discretion, at I your, guess. At your own goddamn risk. <laughs> I don't like sleeping at the airport and that's because I am. Um, Who does? No. I buy a ticket just to sleep at the airport. It's the last resort every yeah. single time. But if I'm on like a layover that's like four hours or something, four hours is like, it's not enough time to leave and come back because yeah. you still got to allow time to like get through the gate. I mean, you could. You can go party somewhere for two hours. But, but you have to like, I get to the airport so early. Yeah, you so, do. I, yeah. Get la I get there late. Really? Yeah. Here's the question. When do you get to the airport? So if, if say if you have a, a USA flight, like mm -hmm. in the in the country flight. Yeah. Um, and the flight is at 10 a.m. I'm getting to the airport at like 8 a.m. Oh, no, 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 no. That's too much time. You start going crazy. Well, then I just kind of get a magazine. You do whatever you want. You know, lots of people like to get there early. I, I mean, Unless you got like access to the really nice stuff, which, you know, I don't know anyone who has that. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's torture being at the airport. Oh, I like it. Cause I require, here's my thing. I hate flying so much. Mm -hmm. I need two drinks to fly. Yeah. And I hate the fact that I rely on liquor to do something. Cause I want to be the kind of person like you drop me off at a, at a, you know, an island and I, can live without yeah. anything. I want to be able to just live. Let me live. But I hate flying so much. And I think it's because of the lack of control. Cause I don't know who these pilots are. Um, See, I, I, but I you need, take Ubers all the time. You got no control over that. You're I know. More, much more likely to die in an Uber than an airplane. You're a thousand percent correct. Also the air. I'm like, what am I doing up here? It is crazy because it's like literally someone's throwing you across the country. Yes. And like, and you know, from the moment you get to the top of like, you know, 30,000 feet mm -hmm. for the rest of the time, you're just slowly falling. You and are. It, and it's just like, how long do you fall for? Oh. And where you, 
And how do you control the fall? And your feet swell up and shit. Like if I, I wear that boots, happen to me. really? Yeah. Oh, because if I wear boots, they get tight on my feet. Well, I guess now that maybe they do because I always wear sandals now. Yeah. I do socks and sandals. That's the way to go. Because I, I, you know, I would prefer to like take be barefoot, you know, but that's just gross and no one deserves that. You know, so I wear socks and then I'm able to slip off my my sandals. I wear like my my shower sandals. Oh, you, you do know. it right. Yeah, no, I know. I I've been I've been. You know, I have to, I finally figured out how to be as comfortable as humanly possible because I mean, I simply just don't fit in some of these. You got seats. a track suit on. Usually definitely like I like sweatpants and, mm-hmm. uh, and a t-shirt. And then I, sometimes I bring a sweater if I know I'm going to sleep. Cause then I just use it as a pillow. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I guess this is a testament to time travel. And if that existed, wouldn't they be so sick? Because with time zones and the pressure and the altitude, you know, you fly from L.A. to New York, you're kind of groggy for a few hours. Imagine flying back in time 500 years. It'd take me a week to recover. I mean, I mean, how the hell? I mean, it's an impossible thing to answer. I don't know. (laughs) I like these kind of questions that I just make up in my head. I imagine time travel would be rough. It'd be rough. Yeah. I need to hide out. A because they think I'm a witch. You yes. know what I mean? Like see what they do in the cultural norms. Well, yeah, and B, you'd to have sleep. like a normal shirt on, probably. Who is this Pink Floyd? Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, exactly. What is Nike? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just yeah, it'd no be way. a lot of you know. So it's it, it, traveling. I mean, there's a lot. It's crazy. I feel like. I go back and forth on it. I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten to a place where I can tolerate the airport, but I really do think that they try to torture you. And Oh, yeah. There's a phrase for it. I forget what it's called in economics, but it's where they take away your basic human rights mm-hmm. and then you have to pay for a little bit of comfort to be treated like a human being yeah. for water to even, I'm surprised they don't charge you to sit down like while you're waiting. Well, they, they did, they took, they, some things have been, have gotten better, you know, um, some like Delta has upped its game, but then they've also upped their prices, you know? So it is, you know, like, like nothing makes me more mad that when I ask for a soda, and they just pour a cup and then keep the rest of the can. Oh my God, give me the can. Fuck you. It's a 50 cent can. Give it to me. Well, do they think that you're going to snap off the tab and like attack people with it? No. Like a 9-11 with a bottle cap? <laughs> well, that was a, you know, a razor blade. That was a razor blade. But what if you did 9-11 with a bottle cap? Yeah, I don't what think, if? I, I don't think you would be, you would be laughed at. No. <laughs> Just like, sir, could you please go back to your seat? No, no, get me through. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, yeah, they'll just tape you. You know, that's what they do is tape you to the seat, you know, and you yeah. get there and you get to wherever you're going and the air marshal's there and he comes and he grabs you. I've had to be uh, on a plane where someone got escorted off and wow. arrested when we got there. They make everyone stay in their seat mm-hmm. and wait for the cops to come and the cops come and they arrest the person and then they take it off and then everyone else can deboard. What happened? Oh, this woman. Or so we were. This woman got hammered. Girl boss. Yeah, and she got hammered at the air at the airport. And I think she was eating some pills too. Yeah, and she was a tiny, tiny lady. And then at some point uh, during the flight, she just started screaming and like really like aggressively scratching the woman next to her. Oh no! And then uh, and then and then she got then the woman she was scratching got up and she like went after her again. And then eventually, 
uh, one of the flight attendants literally had to like sit next to her and hold her for the entire flight. Yo. And then, you know, I ratted her out. I was like, I saw her getting hammered at the bar, you know, like it's just, I was like, you know, but, and uh, yeah, it was a mess. That's yeah. sad. Cause that's not their responsibility. The flight attendants, they I have mean, so much to do. It is their responsibility I now. Guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's especially cause an air marshal isn't on every flight, no. you know, that people like to say there is, but they're not, you know, it's, it's random. Maybe they couldn't possibly, I mean, they're at, are, are you ready for this? At mm-hmm. any given time, there are half a million people in the sky. Whoa, isn't that's that, a lot. Isn't that crazy? That's a, Speaking of jokes on the airplane and air marshals, if I wore a t-shirt that said, not an air marshal, would they kick me out of the airport? No, because you're just... Because I'm saying I'm not an air marshal. Yeah, yeah, you're not an air marshal. What if I said a shirt that said, I am an air marshal? Um, would they kick me out? I don't know, maybe. I guess it just depends on who you get. As you're walking through. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, I imagine you're, you could say that on a shirt, you know, as long as you don't have a fake badge and try and arrest somebody. Right. You know, I, I, I think it would be fine. Okay. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. I'll try it. No, you don't, you know, you know, you don't want to get another shirt and it's fast fashion, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> so uh, what are some more facts, Ed? Uh, uh, there are at any, so Five hundred thousand people. So at any time, there's between seven thousand seven hundred planes and eight thousand seven hundred planes in the air, like at any at any given time. Wow. And it's very mapped out, and everyone knows exactly where everyone is at all times. Yeah, so. sometimes I'll get these emails that is like important flight update, and I'm like, oh my god, they've changed it to a whole another day, but it's like ten minutes. Yeah, which is kind of comforting because I guess somebody's up in that sky, Captain Tomorrow tower being yeah. like we all gotta you know they're like some adhd kid just like mapping things out perfectly oh, man. there is that one kid on twitter who uh who tracks all of elon musk's flights which i think is fun like where his plane is taking off and going because it's all public information and he tried to buy it from him and he's like fuck you because well, he tried to buy it for him for like 20 grand no no you have billions of dollars spend some money on it uh, uh being a pilot it's something i've always uh been kind of fascinated about. Uh, they have to, before you can become a pilot, this is why they had a pilot shortage recently. It's because yeah. a lot of people retired. Um, you're not allowed to be a pli- pilot. At, at 65, they force you to retire. Really? Yeah, you're not allowed to do it after 65 years old. Do you think anybody's just like, get me on the plane, I'm still fine, you can't kick me out? I'm sure that's happened, but it doesn't matter, you know, because you're not allowed to be a pilot Sorry. Anymore. They take your license away at 65. Um, and to become a pilot, you have to log 1,500 hours in the sky before you become like an official pilot. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of fucking time. But that's good. That that helps me ease because I feel like it's just like some Joe Blow up there. But yeah. they, I guess they'd have to do a good job. How much do you think a pilot gets paid? $65,000 a year. That is pretty much correct. A chief pilot uh, gets between 64000 and a and 100000 a year. Wow. I feel like they should be paid so much money. Of course. It's such a skill. Yeah. And everyone's life is in your hand. And like, and you would think they get paid because they're so revered. People respect they them. They got that and, uniform on. Yeah. And everyone loves it so much. And so um, a private pilot can, uh, around the city can get anywhere from fifty to a hundred. No one's really making more than a hundred unless they got like a really cush job. Yeah. But um, like a normal airline pilot uh, gets between uh, uh, thirty three thousand and seventy four thousand per year. That was the uh, the chief pilot. The, that's someone who can who run who can do uh, all kinds of different shit. Uh, but wow. yeah, the uh, the helicopter pilot gets between. Uh, Forty nine thousand and ninety three thousand. Okay. Um, and a commercial pilot, which is what we ride in, 
uh, they get anywhere between forty-four and seventy-one thousand. Still not enough. You know, one time I was drinking at the airport bar and there was this older man who was drunk and he's ordering like top shelf tequila. And he's like, you know what I do? I'm a private pilot. I fly people from Dubai to LA. Yeah. Like that's all he does. And I was like, I was, I didn't say how much do you make because I, cause that's a rude question to do. But yeah. he just like, I kind of said something like, oh, so you must be doing well. And he's like, I'm doing so well. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to see a drunk pilot, but he was off, of course. He was yeah, off duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, later on, we'll have, uh, we'll, hopefully, we'll, we'll hear a little bit of a, a fun uh, drunk pilot sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it's it feels like you got to take care of these guys. Yeah. You know, and ladies, you know, of course. But there, it's uh, it's such a difficult job. And also, the the stewards, you know, it's it seems like it's such a... It used to be such a prestigious job, like in yeah. the 60s, like being a stewardess was like, you know, everyone loved it. Everybody wanted to do it. But now uh, now it's it seems like it's a uh, it's it, you have to do Taekwondo, you know, and it's, everyone's so angry these days. And we saw during the pandemic just people wailing on these, you know, yeah, people. People like to they get angry and they don't know where to put it out or even know that they're angry. Mm-hmm. And then they just start screaming at people like service, customer service, restaurant staff, hotel staff. And it just makes it a bad time for everybody else. Yeah. My ex, um, and I don't want to shit on people, but mm, here I go. But he would like uh, get to the airport like right, you know, have to be there like 30 minutes before takeoff. Yeah. He would get there like right around then and he would make us run, like skip the line for the TSA and just be like coming through, coming through, coming through. Like, you know, that, that yeah. rip off, he would like make us like bust through people. Well, you have to ask each person individually is how they do it. Yeah. You know, so. I hated that so much. Yes. And I'd be like, I don't want to do this. Can we leave early next time? And he'd be like, okay, okay. And then one time he was like writing thank you notes, like sitting down at his house. And I was like, we can leave right now. You can yeah. do this in the sky. And he's like, hush, I need to do this now. And I was just like, man. And then we miss our flight. Ah, the worst. It drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. That's why I don't like people telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. I've only missed one flight my whole life, and it really? was when I was in college, and I was just hammered. Uh, but then I fixed it. Uh, my connecting flight was in uh, Atlanta, and I had like a four-hour layover. So I literally drove from Tallahassee to Atlanta and made my connecting flight. Really? So you can go in with a ticket and be like, da la la, I was always here. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's I have a ticket for the flight. Yeah. You know, so it's just, you know no reason for them not to let me on. I actually I was at the Tallahassee Airport. It was over Thanksgiving and. There was like, I remember just seeing there and just like, there was so many, cause it's, you know, Tallahassee, everyone's so irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so there was just like 10 people who had missed the flight and it was, and I was like waiting to get on the next flight. And I saw that in front of me was like eight crying women. Oh. And I was just like, there's no way they're taking me, you know, like they're going to give it to any one of these chicks before they give it to me. Yeah. And, and then I saw like the other dude who was waiting there. I was like. I was like, hey, man, I got a car. You want to drive? You can ride with me. We'll split the tolls. And he's like, let's go. And we just like ran to my car and I fucking sped all the way. I, You know how I hate speeding, but I did it anyway. <laughs> and uh, I sped all the way to Atlanta, got there, parked my car. And then the shitty part was when I flew back, I had to fly back to Atlanta. Oh, because that's where your car is. That's where my car was. Yeah. But it was fine. It worked out. I there made you it. You know, you got to be ready to pivot. You know, I think a lot of times traveling in general, especially on like a bus, mm-hmm. but for is you, you have to be flexible. That's why I like, you know, I'm down to travel with people, but whenever I travel alone, 
And, you know, better I, time. I got it. You know, it's like I can get anywhere. Like you know, I I'll, I'll wait to the last second to board the flight. You know, a lot of times just because well, everyone always rushes to get on the plane. When it's just like you're standing there. Well, they're rushing there for overhead space. That's what it is. So yeah. if you don't have a carry on, because the worst thing is if you have to put your carry on like way in the back. So now you have yeah. to like sit there till everybody else leaves. Go up in the back and get your carry on and then leave. See, I hardly ever bring a big carry on with me. Yeah. Yeah. I usually uh, and if I get in a situation like that, I'll just like check it at the gate. And then have, cause that's a free way. It's a good way to get a free check back. Really? Yeah. I always wondered that. I was like, do they charge? Yeah. But the thing is you got to bring it all the way through. And so, um, you know, but it's a, uh, you know, and you got to wait for it afterwards, a baggage claim sometimes, but sometimes they have it right at the plane when you get off. Uh, that's a good hack. Yeah. It's a, but, uh, I usually just bring a backpack and that's it. That's the only thing I bring on the plane. I like checking bags. Okay. Uh, and that's also why I like checking, going on Delta because I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a gold medallion. Oh, Eddie. I know. I know. I'm Look a gold. at you. Yeah. You've and been so to Rome. I get three check bags for free on Delta. Every time? Every time. So I, you know, I always bring, I was usually, if I'm traveling, I usually got a bag of merch. Okay. And then I got another bag that's, you know, got my clothes and my weed in it, you know, and like, and you always check your weed. Don't, you know, even then when you're leaving LA and they don't care and whatever, but I just check it. Just you know, in case just you don't check. know. Yeah. And, and especially if you're leaving from a place where it's not exactly legal yet, just throw it in your check baggage. It's a worth it to get it there. And so you don't got to yeah. worry if you, if you're big as, you know, if you like to smoke your weeds, you know, it, I, it gets, yeah. it gets it there. I freak out about weed, especially if I'm flying to a red state because I know people who live in red states and I hate, they hate marijuana. Well, it's scary when you're leaving a red state, when you're going, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're All actually, right. uh, more likely to get in trouble with your, uh, carry on. Then, oh, yeah. Then you, because they can check you as you're coming off the flight. I just go sober when I'm doing Mississippi time. Yeah. I'm just drop dead sober. But you said you, you drink. I mean, I drink. They love alcohol. They hate weed. Yeah, which is so bizarre. It's to a me. crazy time. You know what I learned about in, when I was in Florida this time? That if you have a concealed weapons permit and then you get a medical marijuana card, they take your concealed weapons permit away from you in Florida. What are you gonna be too high to shoot a gun? Yeah, it's just like it's like what? Or where are you more likely to pull your gun out willy nilly when you're hammered or when you're high? Because I know if I'm high, I'm gonna be scared to even go near my gun. Yeah, you know. But if I'm, if I'm fucking drunk, I'm waving it around like it's goddamn civil war. I know. Well, there's been a lot of media um, and like social stigma against weed, and weed has been criminalized way more than alcohol, and that's because mm -hmm. black people smoke more weed than they drink, and yeah. that's just a way to get black people in prison. Yeah. 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 But but, you know, write in. Tell me if I'm wrong. Let me know. I might be wrong. No, I like to think of things. No, no. It, it basically is it, just marijuana being illegal is just in a lot of these states that don't have it. I mean, we're, we're switching topics here, but that's fine for a second. Um, it basically exists so a cop can search anybody. Yeah. So they can just say, oh, I smell marijuana, you know, because it's a matter of opinion. It's like, no, I farted. Yeah, yeah. So, I farted, dude. I had yeah, spaghetti. Exactly. So you can search anyone just because you say that they have that you think they have and it. that's your warrant yeah and really? That's your, it really is and it's so crazy that it's it still exists in so many places in this country um you know a good hack that taught me mm -hmm. is if you're going somewhere that's really expensive like new york city book a ticket where new york city is your layover and then just get off the plane really yeah 
So if you have a layover somewhere that's really expensive, say like Dallas, like a big city, yeah. um, and you're supposed to get off the plane and like wait to get on the other flight to go somewhere else, just leave the airport. Oh. Yeah, so you save a couple hundred bucks. Interesting. Yeah, I think like there's got to be a way you can pick your layovers or something. Yeah, but you can't check anything. Yeah, you can't check a bag. That's yeah. the only qualm. That's not bad, though. That's not like, bad. I'm he like... also steals from the airport stores. Because he says, what are they going to do? And I was like, arrest well, you. We could cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Or just bleep his name both times. Okay, let's just bleep his name. <laughs> there are so many cameras in every inch of the airport. I'd be scared to do any kind of crime. See, I feel like the airport... I feel like the cameras don't work. Not at the airport. The airport, they definitely work. Really? Yes. I feel like they work around the TSA checkpoint. But once mm -hmm. you get past there in like the sleepy lounge part or the restaurant part, I don't watching. think they work. They're always watching. Okay. Don't think that they're not. There's a lot, There's. I think the airports are one of the few. I mean, if you're in like a podunk airport, mm -hmm. I wouldn't worry about it. But if you're in like LAX or JFK or LaGuardia, they're fucking watching. I'm committing crimes. No one stop me. Well, be careful. And don't I'm just do it kidding. I don't commit crimes. On tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be slick about your crimes. Your crimes belong in your check baggage. That's correct. <laughs> Speaking of crimes, I was at the LAX. And so LAX, when you get off and like get your luggage, you have to take a shuttle to an area where Uber and Lyft and all are. LA exit. LA exit. But yeah. I had this guy approach me while I was waiting for the bus and he said, Hey, I um I had a guy that canceled on me. Do you want to just get in and like I'll tell you where? Everywhere in the country, this is like the oldest trick, and people yeah. always fall for it, especially in New York. Yeah. Especially in New the York. The black cabs in New York. Oh my God, they're all criminals. You yes. can't trust any of them. Don't ever get out of the taxi line. You can barely trust a taxi driver. Anyone's like, my Uber canceled. No, it doesn't. That's it's not how lie. it works. It's and not also, I was like, why is he there and not in the Uber line? If yeah. they canceled, why would he be here? They're just going to charge you out the wazoo. He was so, he's such a good actor. Yeah. I say, get rid of these Hollywood. Get rid of Brad Pitt. Let's get in these fucking these well, dudes. They don't look like Brad Pitt. Yeah. You know, Let's get these guys in there pleading for a, you know, they left me. <laughs> Put them in the movie. Yeah, no, you can't trust those guys. Uh, anyone, you know, I, I, you know what else I find crazy? Mm. They always give you your bag tag. So you got to like, if you check a bag, uh, anyone could just steal anyone's bag. Yeah, it's crazy. It's lawless. It seems so wild down there, the baggage claim. Anyone could just take anyone's shit. That's why uh, yeah. I always say when you're buying new luggage, try to buy something that looks weird. So nobody wants to take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I got a tie dye bag. I got like a bright teal bag, you so know, you'd see somebody taking it. Yeah, exactly. Like no bag looks like my bag. Interesting. I guess if you're like some kind of on the run situation and you're in the airport, just take a bag because they've got clothes in it yeah, or but something. You, you I mean, you hawk. never know what you're going to get. Right. It could just be a bag of parrots. A bunch of ladies underwear. Who you knows? Know, but like, you could sell it for something else. I guess. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm just trying to come up with a show. You know what I mean? <laughs> take that, take the luggage. Oh, I had two, you know, I had some awful people sitting next to me when I was when I was flying in and out. Tell us about it. You were telling me about it briefly. So, all right, so flying out to Florida to Tampa. I had this, this, I get there. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, all right, there's no one sitting next to me. I got, I'm clear. I got an aisle seat. And then this woman shows up with a baby mm. crying, crying ass baby before they even sit down. Mm -mm. And then she's like her and her husband. And they're just like, 
making everyone feel bad because they have two middle seats and they're not sitting next to each other and they're trying to get everyone to switch. No, they paid for those seats. Yeah, like people it, on the aisle, they paid extra. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and they they like they and they start like going after me. No. Because I don't know why they chose it. There's four there's literally four people. There's like two windows and two aisles, right? If they both got middle seats. But for some reason it was on me to give them my seat. And I was just like, I I don't fit. You know, I can't switch with you. And you know what? I really wish I would have switched because it was fucking torture. Oh, oh if, I mean, baby's one thing, but they were so frantic and crazy. And the like, and I, every time I fell asleep, they were just like passing the baby over me the whole time. I hate it. And they were just like walking up and down the aisles with the baby. And like, I understand you got to get the baby quiet, but you know, but sit in one spot. Stop moving it around so much. And then, like, at one point, I woke up. And the, are you ready for this? Mm. The woman had a fucking dirty diaper next to me, just like in her lap, just like a piss filled diaper. That's disgusting. And I was just like, what is this? And then, like, another time I woke up and, like, the baby's head was literally on my leg. Mm-mm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Keep the baby in your own lap. No. I, I hate to sound like such an asshole. And, like, because, like, part of me is like, be a gentleman. Give them your seat. But the other side of me is just like, no. No, you paid 60 extra bucks for that seat. At least. And it's driving me fucking nuts. But I should have gave it out to him just because in the long run, I would have had more peace and quiet. That's true. I wonder if that would be a good grift for the future. It is. They were like, they messed up. They, they, we had two, we had a seat next to each other and they, you know, they, they made mistake. And now we're, I was like, they didn't make no fucking mistake. No, you wanted to save money. I would have been like, give me 60 bucks cash. You know what? Give me $70 cash. They offered me 200 and I turned it down. Eddie. Yeah. They offered me $200 cash. And I was like, I'm not fucking sitting in the middle. Because I don't fit. Uh, I literally just don't fit. You know, especially when there's other big guys. Like my joke earlier. It was just like, it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't work for me. Interesting. Yeah. And so I, uh, I, have, I was just like, no. And I went to sleep. And then there was just the whole time, just piss and get me, made me get up like four times. I was going nuts. It sounds like they didn't want to be parents. It sounds like they were like saddled with this responsibility. They hate it. So I'm they're sure putting they ditched the, the kid in Tampa. Ugh. And then on the way back, flying back from Fort Lauderdale, I'm, you know, I'm I'm doing the thing where I'm getting, I'm last on the plane on purpose just because I'm like, I don't want to be, I want to be on this plane for as little time as possible. Mm -hmm. And so I get there and then the guy is in the middle and he's just like, I don't know, like, He's like, he looks, he's dressed for every religion, you know, like he's got like multiple <laughs> rings and like scarves and like, he's like, I don't, you know, I, you know, I'm not, you know, you dress how you want to dress, but you know, keep it in your seat. He was flamboyant. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but he was also dirty, you know, like oh. one of those. And he had like so much shit. He had like this empty cup with like all kinds of keys and like, he had like four cell phones and like it was just like and then his and so i get there and like he's got all his shit in my seat he's got this big leather jacket that's covered in fur you're going from florida to los angeles what are you doing with this jacket and then uh, and then he's got in his back carry-on bag was a pillowcase i was just like what the fuck are you doing bro he sounds like a problem and then he had oh he was a definite problem you could tell he, he's like awful to whoever he knows i bet he was a horrible son yeah oh my god his yeah. mother was like get out of the house just, i'm sure Sure. Take your shit and you take it. So take he, your shit in the pillowcase and get out of here. Yeah. And so he had this fucking pillow in the pillowcase, but it was also his carry on luggage because it's like filled with like other bags and a pillow. And like, it's like, first of all, you bring your pillow on the plane. I find that very gross. 
I'm not bringing my fucking pillow on the plane. No, you get one of those like nest neck thingies. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, it drove me fucking bananas. Uh, and so uh, he, you know, he, he, the whole time, and I kept waking up and his like jacket would be on me and like, he just like his, she couldn't keep his shit in his little area. Mm-mm. His leg kept like coming into my space and touching. I was like, man, I was like, you gotta stop. Mm-mm. I was losing my mind. I almost flipped out on him, but I kept it calm and I just wedged. Did my best to fall asleep. And you know what it is? You take an edible and then you, you put in your headphones. Yeah. And I'll see you. It's then you time travel. That's wow. the real time travel. Last time I took an edible at the airport, I did it at the wrong time. I did it right before TSA check-in. Oh, no, no, So no, that's no, when no, it no. kicked in. And I was just like, oh, my God, they're all going to kill me. You had to do it right before you get on the plane. Or I like was... as you're waiting to get in the in the tunnel on your way into the plane. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Wow, that guy sounds like the kind of guy I met at a bar in Brooklyn who, I forget mm-hmm. like what he, I didn't know what he said in the bar, but he was dressed like that, like very eccentric. And then he takes his biker helmet out in the street. He throws it on the ground. He's like, all I said is your mom is hot. And I was like, what were you saying in this fucking bar, dude? And then we all yeah. looked up his Instagram and he's like a rich guy. Of course. Yeah, but he looks smelly. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, like yeah. the that's those are the kind of rich people I fucking hate. There was a guy that walked in the gym that tried to get memberships, but he mm-hmm. smelled he smelled like human shit, and nobody would give him a membership because you get kickbacks from the membership, and like everybody knew that you weren't going to get a kickback from him because they thought he was dirt poor. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 this guy comes from money. This you guy's rich because the only way he can get back is his daddy, who's probably the king of toaster strudel, is to smell like human shit. And they did. So I, I woke to the girl who was like selling the memberships. I love that's what that's how what you think like like who the richest people in America the toaster strudel <laughs> people. <laughs> you know they are. I'm sure they do well. I'm, I'm sure, sure they, they do, do well. well. <laughs> but I saw the girl. She's like a young girl with a kid, and I was like, sell him immediately on the highest package possible. And she's like, really? Because nobody would do it. They all passed it down to her. And I said, yeah. start with that. And she said, okay, I guess I will. So she did. And then he's like, okay, immediately. She gets the kickback and she's like, I want to say thank you because now I get to throw, it's not a quinceanera, but a, a young boy gets a party yeah. in a Hispanic community. I forget what it's called. And like, she was able to use that money to like throw her son a proper birthday ah. and like hugged me and was like, thank you for the trip, the tip, you know? That's nice. Usually when they smell like shit like that, they come from money. I like, I, you know, that makes a lot of I've, I met a lot of poor stinkies, but yeah, I do. Living in Williamsburg, all those hipsters, they're so rich and they all stink. Opens up your eyes. So many times I'd be like, how come they can like have these nice things and I can't, but they smell bad. And then later on, like during COVID, they would like post videos like I have to go home to my parents. Yeah. And it's like a two story house with a pool. And I was like, yeah. all right. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I got to get in my helicopter. And <laughs> <laughs> so what you got? What are some like, what's the drunkest you've ever been on a plane? <sighs> Man, I, I, I can't say the drunkest, but the highest I've ever been was, uh, I was going on a flight and I was, I don't know, I was, sometimes I randomly get nervous and this was years ago, not anymore, but years ago. And, uh, I was hanging out with Ralphie May. Oh, wow. And Ralphie gave me these two edibles. He's like, I'll just pop two of these bros and I'm fucking seeing Las Vegas. But he's a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so he gave me two of them and I had one of them. And then I took one right when I got in there and I'm sitting at this restaurant that used to be at LAX called Gladstones. And I'm sitting there and I took one of these, like it had like a B on it and it must've been like 200 milligrams, like a little taffy. And I, and I took it and I just like went and did nothing. As soon as I took it, they're like, your flight is delayed three hours. (gasps) And I was just like, no, so I'm sitting in Gladstones, like trying to keep it together, and I'm just like 
my eyes are shut. I'm drooling. I'm just like trying to like sit up straight. I'm like clearly on drugs. It looked like I was on heroin, I'm sure. Wow. And then I was there until I finally like I had to set an alarm on my phone like to wake me up. I like I had like I was at least that cognizant. And then uh and then I'm finally I get up and I and I get out of Gladstones and uh there's a, a comic that we all know, Robert Dean. Uh, just happened to be right outside of Gladstones and I'm walking out of Gladstones. I can barely stand. And he's like, and he literally looks at me. He's like, Gladstones. Am I right? Like that. <laughs> I was just like, get the fuck away from me, Robert. <laughs> he just, he's like, what? What is it? I was like, get away. <laughs> get away. Robert Dean always like pops up in weird moments in my life. Yeah. I was like in Joshua Tree for something. It mm -hmm. was just like, I think I was bitching about something, the heat. I don't know. And then I'm like out back to smoke a cigarette. And he just like, hey, Amber. And I was like, Robert Dean? <laughs> what, do you just like eviscerate and just show up in random people's lives? He's a wonderful human being. Look him up. Look up Robert Dean. He's a great comic. Uh, but, uh, you know, he'll always get you when you don't need him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I've i gotten, a, you know, I try not to get too, too drunk, you know, yeah. when I'm flying just because I have to be somewhat responsible and I'm usually going somewhere for work, you know, and so, and, and I don't want to show up hammered and, right. or I'm like flying with Jeff and. You want to look good for Jeff. You don't want to be his posse that I'm, gets drunk. Yeah, exactly. And I'm working, you yeah. know, it's like, so it's, it's a work trip. You know, if I'm, if I'm, you know, we got drunk at the airport on our way back from uh, Tennessee. That was fun. Oh, we took pictures with that weird horse ad. Yes. Yes. That was a good time. Travel with friends is a lot of fun, but here's what I like to put in my backpack. He's okay. like, my backpack is like essentials. Of course I got my computer, uh, like a charge cord shit like that. But this, I think these are all things. I have a little medicine bag that oh. I keep. And um, basically, if I open it, it's just got like little sample drugs of here. I'll even show you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like it's even it's got little sample drugs of like everything you'd ever need, like a little Dramamine. It's got a little uh, uh, it's got you know painkillers. Oh, it's that's got, nice. It's got some stuff. It's got melatonin so I can go to sleep. It's very Jewish of you. Day Dayquil. I got little moist towelettes. Oh. I got some Ambien, some Band-Aids. Is this Midol? Some wet ones, uh, some Imodium. Wow. You know, Excedrin, uh, some emergency. Just you always ready for anything that could possibly happen. Because if you're sick and you get on, like you're congested and you get on an airplane, it can really fuck up your eardrums yeah. and stuff like that. So you got to make sure that you know what you're doing and you get out of there okay. And I always, and I also have a bronchite on me at all times in case I got to spike up when I get out of the plane. Good idea. Also, I like how it's all kind of a la carte, like a few Band-Aids. Yeah. There was a guy on Shark Tank, a kid, years ago, and he was selling this idea of a vending machine where you can just buy one single Band-Aid instead yeah. of buying the box. But here's the thing. Johnson & Johnson owns all these companies. So they bought his idea and shut that down real quick. Yeah, because they want you to buy the pack. They want you to buy the whole pack. Interesting. But, you know, I hope that kid got a little bit of money. But I just want to go to a vending machine and get one Band-Aid. Can I have one Band-Aid, please? Uh, oh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to some people. We'll talk to some uh, people. Usually, if you need one Band-Aid, they'll have one behind the bar. That's true. And they'll help you and they'll hook you up. But not an aspirin. Two sets of headphones. You got one for your iPhone and one that you could plug in and watch a movie with. Mm. So you always make sure you have two sets of headphones, one that has a normal old school plug, one's got to have a, extra masks. I didn't wear a mask on this time traveling. 
where I probably should have, but I didn't feel like it. And but I had two with me in case like someone next to me started coughing a bunch. Right. And you were next to annoying people. Like I'm sure you just were like, I don't want to do this other annoying thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but it's good, but I have it with me in case someone gets sick. Right. Um entertainment. Not every flight is gonna have like a TV or something. So you get your Netflix, you pre-download some movies, some series, some podcasts, some music. I got my Napster, my Spotify. Mm-hmm. You download the shit before you even leave the house. Do it the night before. What are you into that week? Interesting. And then get it going. Make sure you're ready to go. Empty water bottle. Said that earlier. Snacks from somewhere else. I always bring my passport with me in case like I lose my wallet or through TSA because you're taking your ID out all the time and stuff like that. So I always bring my passport in case I get stuck Um, or like, you know, God forbid something crazy happens. and I got to like run to Mexico. I'm ready to go. There you go. And uh, And also tip about your passport six months before it expires. It's actually expired then. Fuckers. I just tell me when it expires. I don't get why there's this secret shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, and blank paper and pens, you know, because you're oh, making notes doodle. and stuff like that. And, you know, when you're going through and you're on the flight, I don't like buying the Wi-Fi. It's too much money. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, to keep myself busy, I always make sure I got like one or two shitty games like Solitaire or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I, one of my favorite things to do on the flight is I'll be listening to my music and I'll just go through all of my photos and delete every useless photo. That's the perfect time to do it. That's good. Yeah. When you're in the plane, you're focused, you just go through because you got everyone's got two many photos you're like so you give your photo your, your camera to someone they take like a hundred photos real quick yeah of the same fucking thing pick the two that's the time to shuffle through all this stuff what a great idea ed yeah, full so, of hot tips yes i i or i'll make to-do lists and stuff like that things i gotta get done once i get to town things i need for back home when i get back stuff like that wow i just think of revenge and how to plot that <laughs> i mean that you could that is a separate that list. is a separate thing to do yeah um, you, you know a reason why i used to hate flying it's because i would go in with no media and not drink at all. So I would literally just sit there. Yeah, no, it's like being a timeout. Yeah, it no. does feel like. And I was like, why do I hate flying so much? I think it's because of that. Yeah. Oh, another thing that I, just a fun tip. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always famous people at the airport. You just got to look around. You know, oh, yeah. They're always trying to be in disguise and stuff like that. I remember I had one flight that was like the jackpot of famous people. It was leaving Montreal Comedy Festival. So obviously there's a bunch of comedians like Chappelle was on the flight, Jeff and Michael Che, four-time round table of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, but the Zach Brown band was on the flight. And then uh, Mac Miller was on the flight. Wow. Michael Fassbender, Jeselnik, and Amy Schumer. It was like the craziest flight I'd ever been wow, on. Wow, you could have like shot that plane down. I mean, I, I or you just go on it and have a nice time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could also do that. I've seen Don King at the airport. Really? Yeah, uh, David Keckner, David Spade, Kate Upton, Getty Lee. I was on a flight with Gene Simmons not too long ago. Wow. Gene Simmons, you know, the lead singer of Kiss, you mm-hmm. know, it's hard to tell him without makakeup on, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you know, but he does this thing where uh if he sees someone he knows or like, you know, or you recognize him, he gives you $20. What? It's just like a thing he does and always has done. I got to do that. That's yeah. another grift. Yeah, and so he um and so he, yeah, so yeah, so if you see Gene Simmons, be like, "Hey Gene Simmons, he'll probably give you $20." That's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh Bill Burr, Bob Dole was the, one of the funnier ones I've ever Didn't had. Didn't he misspell potato? No, that was Dan Quayle. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Bob Dole was just the old guy from the Dole uh from the Dole uh, dynasty. Right. Maybe it's like back in the day and those who were the political whodunits. Mm-hmm. It's like, he misspelled potato. He yeah. can't be president. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it really, he wasn't. Uh, they lost. And he did. 
Yeah, Bill Clinton won. Because he was George Bush's uh, vice president. Wow. And Dan Quayle was also Reagan's vice president. History could be so different if just one or two things happened. If I he know. never spelled potato. You never know. We would have never had that uh, saxophone playing Clinton molester. was so fucking charismatic. No one was beating him. Right. Uh, but I did, I did something fun for the episode. What'd you do? You know how I like to do the top tens? You love top tens. I did a top ten airplane movies. And you love movies. I well, do. Well, spit I do. it out. Airplane the movie is one of my favorite it, t- top it, ten of all movies. Well, honorable mention, we got Airplane 2, the sequel. Oh. And uh, Executive Decision. With Kurt Russell, that's a good one. And I put those, uh, those are my uh, honorable mentions. All right, so here we go. And April, uh, go ahead and uh, put like a an airplane flyby after each one of these. All right, number 10, Con Air. Oh, I love Con Air. Con Air is a lot, you know, it's actually a really bad movie, but it's so much fun. It Nicholas doesn't matter. Nicholas Cage, is, he's a good actor. And Danny Trejo, Steve Buscemi, John Malkovich. You got that Faith Hill song. How's it go? How do I live without you? I want to know. All right, number nine, the great Ray Liotta, Turbulence. I haven't seen it. He plays this like uh, uh, criminal who's being transferred on a plane and then he takes over the plane. It's a lot of fun. Number eight. The Delta Force, Lee Marvin and Chuck Norris get invaded and a bunch of uh, terrorists try to take over the plane and they just have like gunfights in the middle of the air. Holy shit. Lots of fun. Number seven, Passenger 57. Never saw it. Wesley Snipes, you know, oh. another, these are mostly hijacking movies. Okay, okay. Yeah. So many of these movies I've never seen. Yeah, yeah. Passenger 57, someone tries to hijack the plane, he gets on and off the plane and back on it. It's very impressive. Okay. Um, and there's also another uh, airplane, uh, Wesley Snipes movie that didn't make the list, but that one's about skydiving. It's called Drop Zone. Don't watch it. Um, but Passenger 57, always been on black. Great movie. Number six, Flight. You ever see Flight? No. Robert Zemeckis with Denzel Washington. Really good movie. It was a, I, I really love that movie. And he plays this like, Great airline pilot uh, who has a horrible drinking problem. and But the thing is, when the, the flight goes awry, he does this like crazy maneuver that no one else could do. And he makes the plane go upside down and they land safely and everyone lives. Wow. But when they go to investigate, they find out he was drunk and then he still gets in trouble. Oh. It's very interesting. Number five, get these motherfucking snakes. All this motherfucking, motherfucking plane. plane. Love snakes on a plane. Too much fun. I can't believe it took that long to make it. Number four, Air Force One. I was about to say, is that on the movie list? Yes. I hope it be. is. Yes, yes. Harrison Ford is the president. Get off my, my plane. plane. Yeah, Gary Oldman's the, as the right. filthy Russian. That's Number three, Airport 1975. There's a lot of these airport movies. Never seen but it. But Airport 1975, Karen Black plays the stewardess. I love Karen Black. And then the, the, the halfway through, it's like based on a true story, but obviously they made it a little, it was very bloody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the, the roof of the plane rips off. Oh. Yeah. And and then uh, and then like all the shrapnel is like going into like the chests of all the passengers and shit. And she's like trying to like save everyone's life. It's a very fun movie. Uh, it's from the 70s. Airport 1975. Number two. 
The Twilight Zone, um, the movie. Something's on the wing There's of the plane. On the wing. There's something on the wing. John Lithgow. He's but, great. Yeah, does the William Shatner part. It was a very great part. Even though it's uh, four parts and only one's on the plane, it's still one of the it's great. It's not an it's iconic. So and the gremlin is unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> And number one, of course, is Airplane. I mean, it's one of the greatest films yeah, you of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Shirley, you can't be serious. And I am serious. And don't call <laughs> me Shirley. Heard, don't call me Shirley. I hear that they spent like years just writing the plot of seven, the movie. Seven years they, they took on that script. Yes. But at the last little bit, they only started writing jokes at the last little bit. And I think this is a good way to approach writing in general is to like really look at the plot, really look at the characters and their backstory mm-hmm. and then do the jokes. Because if you start doing the jokes first, it's not going to make any sense. It's completely based off of this TV movie mm-hmm. and they watched it over and over again and then put literally the same scenes from that TV movie into airplane and then just like you said filled it with jokes yeah and slowly chipped away at it and like put the background jokes in they write all this stuff and it was just uh it's truly a great film the Zucker brothers and Jim Abrams hit it out of the park with that one oh and um I just wanted to go on the record saying that uh, I love Tom Hanks, but that Sully movie fucking sucks. Oh, you know, with the with the fly down in yeah, the Hudson? It, it's so boring. And I was there when that happened. Me too. I saw it. You know, I was in I was in New York mm-hmm. and I was like temping at this agency and it was like right over the Hudson River. And I was looking, I was in like the food court area of this business. And I said, I wonder what a plane would look like crashing down there, huh? And so I just went and I like refilled my soda or whatever. I came back and there was like a crowd gathered by the window. And I was like, what happened? They're like, a plane just hit. We have very similar stories. Really? I was I was in the food court of, I was restocking the food in my, uh, in the, at the IAC building, which is the one right by the Chelsea Piers. You know, that building that looks like it's going to take off into the sky. Yeah. Where College Humor used to be. Uh-huh. And I was on the ninth floor and it was just me and this other lady up there. And I was uh, restocking the sodas in the food court area. Wow. And then she just started screaming. And then I looked over and fucking plane hit the water. It was February. So it was everything was so cold. And we're just sitting there watching. And we had a telescope up there. And so we we're looking at the plane and stuff like that. And it was just like, and it's slowly drifting down the river past us and stuff like that. I was just like, Holy I'm shit. just staring at a hundred dead people. You oh know? my God. Like, well, you saw it actually hit. I just saw the yeah. crowd. Oh yeah. No, I caught the very end of it. It was fucking, I wouldn't have saw it if she didn't start screaming because I thought like she was being, and she like brutally hurt herself or something. Crazy. Yeah, and then, uh, but no, it was just a, uh, yeah, it was uh it was very crazy. But then like the home, the movie's so stupid. Uh, Clint Eastwood directed it. I don't know if you saw the movie and it's all about, you know, the, the crash and surviving. And then they like, and then the other, the second half of the movie is all about the court. And they like, they're like, kind of like imply that, like, how dare they question Sully? And it's just like in court. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, of course they question him. He crashed a plane. Well, the plane, there was like a malfunction with the plane. The birds hit the engine. And then he coasted it down. Yeah, but the but- airline people wanted to be like, no, we're actually not going to pay you out. They wanted to like do some boo-boo stuff to him. But he's like, no, I actually actually save these people's lives. Well, yeah. I mean, like, but you have to have a trial. You have to investigate it. Mm. You crashed a plane and you're flying it. You know, like you have to have some sort of that. I mean, like, why, like, why are we frowning about this? I guess this? so. My whole thing was like, he saved them. But I guess like at a, a court of, you are a Libra. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You just have to fucking, you, you, the plane crashed. He was driving it. Let's talk about it. Okay. You know, you don't talk about it. Then, like, well, you just gonna you never know how it happened. Let or, it go. Yeah. I think they tried to sue him or something. They were trying to say it was his fault, mm. but you know, he went to trial and he won. 
Birds because it wasn't the, his fault. Birds at the plane. Yeah, birds at the plane. 9-11. Oh, yeah. What, what happened then? I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I was like pretty young in college. And uh, I remember just like somebody said, oh, the plane's at the building. And I was like, oh, okay, pop, 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 pop. And then I like go to my first class and my teacher was from New York. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't realize how the world has changed. And we're all yeah. so young and just like, huh? <laughs> Whatever, teacher, loser. And he's like, the world's different now forever. Yeah. Do you understand how many people died? And no one like gave a shit or understood. Like our tiny brains couldn't That's comprehend. That's so crazy. My school, we, I mean, we all knew immediately. Really? Yeah. No. Well, we were all actors. So that's probably, I was in an acting class. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we didn't give a shit anybody but ourselves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah. No, I immediately like thought we were under attack. I was living in Tallahassee, Florida. I remember my roommate just started screaming, get the fuck up. You know, and so then I got up and I saw, as soon as I got up, I saw the second tower fall. And uh, and then I remember just immediately went into survival mode because I knew everything was going to shut down. Yeah. And so I just like I went and got like my buddy's gun and I like we like had it like pointed out the window in case we were under attack because we were in Tallah. I could see the Capitol building oh. from my uh, my front door. I mean, that's where the terrorists are going to go next, Dad. Tallahassee, Florida. It's the Capitol building of Florida. Oh, you know, it was, wow. like, you know, there were still twelve planes in the air. They're going to come get you in Tallahassee. Well, that's was, where they make. All the gum. You were the one who didn't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Oh well, this has been nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had know, a good time, I, Ed. I, you know, I think the the brighter side to me of uh, of airplane travel is uh, experiencing new things and new places. I feel like every place I go, I become a smarter person. That's Any, true. Everywhere, you know, anytime I go, even to somewhere I've been before, I learned something about that place or I learned something about the people from those places. I meet interesting people along the way. And, uh, so it's one of, it's why I love, uh, to travel as much as I bitch about like having to sit next to a baby and stuff yeah. like that. It's all worth it for the moment you get there. It's an experience. Hey Ed, name a place in the world. A place in the world, um, Detroit. Flights to Detroit from LAX. When tomorrow? Um, sure. How much do you think it is? We'll uh, play a little game. We'll play a uh, what airline? Um, I'm just doing show flights. Show flights. Uh, I just go on Google, put in show flights. Oh, oh, oh okay. my god! All right, if we leave tomorrow, guess how much do you think like the cheapest or the average flight would be to Detroit from LAX? Four hundred. $204 round trip. That's not bad at all. That's not bad. So, you know, flying, sometimes people think, oh, I can't afford it. I can't do it. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. I but, mean, there are some $600 trips. All right, but... go put in December 22nd and, oh. and, um, and Cincinnati. Let's see how much this is going to cost me. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is, this is the real one. This is going to, here we go. Drum roll. Am I going to see my new family this Christmas? I just straight up told my family, like, not going. Yeah. Home. All right. LAX to what do you call Round it? Round trip, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Uh, getting arriving on December twenty second, leaving on December twenty sixth. Okay. And drum roll, five hundred and fifty two dollars round trip. Well, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I can still go. Now there I, are some thousand dollar trips though. Oh well, on, yeah. What airline is that? Is that Spirit? Because I don't fly Spirit. It is on. Oh, this one with a sun on it. I've never seen Allegiant. this airline. 
Legion, I guess. Legion, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the stadium in Vegas is. It's the same thing as Spirit. Okay, okay. It's, they got the fucking plastic seats and the horrible time. I just straight up tell my family, like, how about I come see you in the new year? You know, and that way I get to like stay here. But some families they don't want to do that. But I just make mine. I don't have much of a choice. We'll see what happens. Either way, show's over. Before we go, <laughs> I wanted to um, I wanted to play a fun sketch for you guys. It's from the Dean Martin show. I oh, I, like this is one of the things I. I Go and watch uh, whenever I uh, I just need a good laugh, and it's a uh, D. Martin Foster Brooks, a good airport sketch. Let's 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 hear let's hear it now. Excuse me, are you, have you ever been in Schenectady? No, I never was in Schenectady. Neither was I. It must have been a couple of other guys. <laughs> But I still have a feeling I've seen your face someplace else. No, it's always been right here. <laughs> I don't top of my neck. Maybe you've seen me on television. Oh, oh no, I've never been on television. <laughs> See, is, is it all, oh, all right? If I if, if if I join you, I I just dropped in for a little drink to settle my nerves before I go to work. Work. <laughs> What, what, what sort of work do you do? I'm an airline pilot. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did, how did you get to be an airline pilot? I used, I used to be a book. I used to be a bus driver. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. But I, I quit. Too, too many, too many drunks on the road. <laughs> what do you fly? Horse one of those big, big gray, gray metal things with what's it called sticking out on the side. <laughs> Wings? Are you an airline pilot? <laughs> no, but I'm, I've been pretty high in my time. <laughs> close calls as a pilot? Oh, yes, sir, especially since they moved the men's room to the back of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a, a flight from New York to L.A. a couple weeks ago, and the plane lost an engine. Oh, don't worry, it'll turn up. <laughs> you know, there's a lot, lot of pre pressure being a pilot. Flying way up there and high in the air and all above all those white fl fluffy things. Clouds? You sure you're not a pilot? <laughs> <laughs> and you know at the same time time. It, it's, a, it's quite a sobering thought and a very inspiring fe feeling to realize that there are hundreds, hundreds of people on my plane all depending on me. <laughs> and to that I, I happen to hold, hold their lives right in the palm of my hand. His hand shaking. I got it. I got it. 
I gotta, uh, I gotta get to the airport because I'm flying a 747. <laughs> I'm flying a 747 to L London tonight, and the plane is scheduled to leave uh, precisely one hour and 40, 43 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Great job. Old school comedy sketch. Thanks for in, enriching our lives, Ed. Thank you. The Dean Martin Variety Hour. Give it a, give it a list, a watchy woo. That's been the brighter side. Thank you so much for hanging out with us when we talked about airport travel. On Instagram, you can check out us at uh, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN. On Twitter, it's at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, at Last Podcast Network, at Brighter Side LPN. Brighter Side Live on Twitch is the second Tuesday of every month, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on the last podcast Twitch channel. Uh, the next one's going to be on December 13th, so check us out then. Brighter Side Live at the Pack, December 16th, 9 p.m. The Pack Theater. Amber and I are going to have our Christmas special. going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, Classy Night Out is going to be on December 30th at 8 p.m., a special two-hour show. We got Patreons. Amber, tell the people about your Patreon. It's Amber Smelson. It's a way to support me as an artist. Also, I do a lot of cooking and it's a way to see what I eat that are yummy meals that are easy to do. All right. And I'm over at patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes, and that's the home of some uh, exclusive stand-up content from me, the Eddie Tunes 2-Hour Radio Hour, and a bunch of Spotify and Napster playlists. Sticker giveaway going strong. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side, Care of LPM, P.O. Box 470, North Hollywood, California, 91603. Spotify, I'm Ed Larson. Napster, I'm Eddie Tunes. Thank you to our editor, April, our producer, Madeline, and our social media guru, Maddie, for all the love and attention you give our show and of course you got to check me over at this mod castle film festival and that is going to be in three weeks it's going to be three weeks my movie's going to be playing on december 1st at the smod castle that's kevin smith's uh film festival in new jersey at the atlantic highlands come check us out travis and i will be there come say hi to us and uh and if you can't make it there you can still always rent and buy the movie at how america killed my mother.com Taking us out today is a wonderful song by the animals called Sky Pilot. Be good to yourselves. See you in the clouds. The smell of gun grease and the bayonets they shine. He's there to help them all that he can. To make them feel wanted, he's a good holy man. It's all right. He knows of their fear in the forthcoming fight. Soon there'll be blood and many will die. Mothers and fathers back home, they will cry.
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Thank you.